Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rome. If you got them, I am Dakota, and as always, I am joined with by Carl. And welcome to our first episode in 2022. Um, we're back at it. Um, we're getting uh, getting dice rolling again, and we're able to uh, kind of get back going to our um, podcast and getting it regularly scheduled um, again. Yeah, I uh, totally didn't realize I waved to the camera instead of uh, saying anything. So, yes. Um, yeah, we're uh, we got podcast back up here. We're gonna get on a very regular schedule. We got some things coming hopefully in the future here. All podcast episodes are going to also be on YouTube, and we're gonna do some video chat with them. And I am uh, currently fighting with getting Dakota's camera on screen. But we can just go ahead and uh, get into this and figure it out as we go. So yep. we're talking, uh, what are they calling this? Uh, 2021 season one? Seasonal uh, one? 20, 2022 season one? I, I don't know. They're calling them seasons now. Yeah, um, it says it says twenty twenty one on it. Yeah, I don't I don't really know uh what what it's getting referred to. Uh yeah, it says twenty twenty one season one, but we're in twenty twenty two and it's the first time they've done it, so take that with a grain of salt. Um Um so yeah, so to, today we're gonna just run through kind of all the updates pretty quick. Um we'll touch on them. We'll we'll talk about a little bit what we like. Uh, obviously we'll talk about what we don't like. Um, and kind of go from there, just giving our opinions on everything that we've seen. Some factions had quite a bit. Other factions had barely anything change. Um, this is kind of the standard um, balance patch like they would do previously of um, basically once a year they were dropping an update that tweaked a couple things to rebalance kind of internal balance. And then if some things were overused externally, um, kind of reeling them in. Yes. All right, so we're. If you would like to follow follow along with us, we do have the um, document pulled up, and we're just going to start at the top and then work our way down. So obviously, first up will be the Baratheons. Um, so just going to overview everything that was changed. The Red Priest has changed, Master Warden changed, Melisandre, Axel, Florence, Lilith, and Shireen. Um, they had three card changes: uh, Baratheon Conviction, Baratheon Justice, Final Strike. And then they had five units that took changes, um, either points or abilities. Um, starting off here, we'll just talk about the Master Warden quick. So he was kind of spoiled in their video chat. Um, well, no, he wasn't spoiled. The ability was spoiled uh, at one point. Um, hold the line. So he basically picked up hold the line. You know, unit activates. One enemy engaged with suffers two hits plus one hits for each remaining rank. Um, and it's an order. So... Kind of leading to some more, I guess, sustained output, maybe from like wardens, um, which I, I I definitely think that's something that was needed. Um, I think it's a pretty cool attachment now. Before I don't think you'd ever use it. It was just like removing charge bonuses, which niche could be good or it was never working just because everybody having like rerolls through cards or whatever. It was just like, oh well, never mind. On his abilities popping off. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I like I like that ability in these um hardier kind of units, especially when 
people aren't usually charging wardens. They're pretty much getting ignored. So now it's like, okay, fine. You can ignore my wardens. I'm going to get to you eventually. Mm-hmm. And when I do, every time I activate, you're going to be taking, you know, five hits probably. Mm-hmm. Because yep. you've been ignored. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's doable. I, I think it's really good. I think it's just, even for just any normal Baratheon unit, it just adds some offensive output once you get stuck in, because there's not a lot of many, not many Baratheon things that are getting one shot off the board, you know, whatever they are. Like, they're usually going to take two attacks, so if you can actually get these guys activated with one of these on them, it'll be pretty good. I mean, I could think of putting this guy in just about every unit that isn't, like, Lightbringers or, or Thornwatch. I think it would be good. Like, throw this guy in Stagnites. That's a nine-point unit, but that's a great nine-point unit. Um, throw them in Rose Knights. That's all of a sudden a pretty good eight-point unit. Um, you know, Kingsman, Queensman, um, that type of stuff. Like, I, th- I think you throw them into anything, and it's got some mileage. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 happened to the Red Priestess that she got updated? Okay, so she, yeah, so before she took. Um, so her new thing is divine sacrifices each time this unit attacks before rolling attack dice it may suffer up to two wounds if it does um, for each wound suffered the defender becomes panicked or vulnerable Um, so if you do two wounds you can make them panicked and vulnerable before she made them panicked and vulnerable but your unit took a panic test um, which really wasn't great for Baratheon units other than like the lore faithful that she was going in because they're the only one that had like a good a good uh, um, morale score. So all of a sudden, I'm taking a panic test. I fail that panic test. I'm taking extra wounds on my own unit. Right. Right, right. Which, obviously, putting out panicked vulnerable is good. But you have other things like Warcry walking around, and you're just like, she's making me take a panic test, and Mar- Warcry is just a morale test. Like, come on. Same abilities, just different. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tuned it differently. So you can do one or the other, or both off of a wound so and it's guaranteed so um i kind of like it yeah it doesn't uh, uh, sorry the only thing i have to it doesn't really function though with uh the faithful anymore because it's not helping them trigger more morale tests to get more tokens right but, right yeah um mel dropped a point that's it yep mel dropped a point and that was her only change okay axel has some text change here uh mm-hmm. While influenced an enemy unit, each time they fail panic test, they become weakened. While influencing an, an enemy unit, if they are engaged with a roller unit, they suffer plus wound from failing panic test. Uh, that's better than what he had before. Um, I would say it's equal. I didn't mind his last version. Um, but it, it, it falls kind of more in that roller theme, which I, th- I think it works. Because um, before, it was based off of what zones you control. He, they could either not be targets of tactics cards, or if you controlled the crown, it was plus one wound from failing a panic test. So, I, I, th- I think it, uh, I think it works. I think it just synergizes kind of more. Like you're going to bring him and Mel together now, um, because you know you in, you influence with uh, him on the enemy unit, and then you influence Mel with your unit, and then you make that enemy unit take a panic test. And it can be a, a chunky panic test. Right that's, that, right. that's that's the thing now. Gotcha. And then um Yeah, go ahead. Well no any any opinions on Axel there? Um 
you know, the uh, the weakened token does help with uh, Brathian sustainability kind of mm-hmm. being their thing. Uh, the Stagnites trying to drag opponents into the later rounds. So we'll see. I think that's kind of their their thought process there and what they're going for. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I mean, it pops off with Mel. You know, Mel was doing her thing with extra wounds. Now you take nine points worth NCUs, you can make it bigger. Yep. Um, and then Salise and Shireen, um, she had a little bit of wording change. So her top part didn't change. So while influencing a unit, it gains plus one to morale test rolls. And each time it passes a morale test, um, one enemy engaged with the suffers one. That, that didn't change. Um, but her second part did once per game when a friendly combat unit would be destroyed. Instead, that unit is not destroyed and remains in play with D3 wounds until the end of the game. It is a rollover unit. Um, before you'd have to sacrifice them. So you would, you would kill your NCU to get that to pop off. And they increased her to six points. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool. I mean, it's great. Like a lot of Baratheon stuff now has that don't die mentality and they have abilities to do it, which I think can work. Right. Um, only thing I don't like with her is a six point price cost. Um, not saying that she's not worth six points, but I don't really like six point NCUs. They're just, yeah, uh, we'll have to see because you know there's a lot of abilities like the don't die abilities that they're just don't die yet. Like, yeah, you're probably just gonna die next turn instead. <laughs> yeah, um, and, unless now, sometimes we see don't die abilities that do the exact opposite and take you from death to twelve wounds again. So it's a it's a thing that they've tried to do for a long time and. Mm-hmm haven't really would I don't know it's hard to get right this this might be it we'll see uh you know it might help you just drag that unit of stagnites you know through a round and then next round maybe they're getting all their abilities and you're going first and you just get to waylay on someone and yeah we'll see yeah uh, it, and I, th- I think one problem too is some of the like we'll get to them later, but there's a couple key units that actually got improved don't die abilities, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you'd want to consistently take a six point NCU to like double down on that effect, right? Um, because you could theoretically make one of these units not die three times with both of their things and then her, but I don't know if that if that's like overkill. Like, yeah, it's great. You're not dying three times. Right. But right. usually if, like, at that point, if that unit hasn't killed something, maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they just kind of screwed. Right. Like, at know. what point have you put too many resources into potentially not dying yet? Yeah. Um, But the new Brathian Conviction helps with uh, not dying yet also. Yeah. Um. Pass morale test, restore two wounds, control the crown. All enemy engaged with become panicked. If you control the tactics, each enemy they're engaged with gains a condition token. So, oh no, I'm sorry. Crown engaged with suffers a panic test. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then condition tokens. So, you know, you might be able to get that weakened token out there. You might be able to get a panic token and then this panic test that's coming if you have crown and tactics. Uh, 
It could be chunky. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, could, it, could I, do, I, it could do a thing. I like before. I like to. I don't like that they didn't change this bigger. I don't like the whole friendly unit pass morale test. Um, well, they did change it because it was pass morale test from being attacked. So now it's just a morale test. Um, but I like they made the restore two wounds as the main focus before it was the kicker, and it kind of sucked because it's just like, oh, I passed this morale test, but I don't control the zone. So all I'm doing with that passing morale test was, you know putting a token out and you're like, I, I need to heal. I just got attacked. And then, you know, now, now it's kind of backwards where the kickers are um, pretty good and different. And the, just the baseline restoring wounds is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Brathian conviction turning into an absolute token dump, which is mm-hmm. cool. Uh, after an enemy completes an attack, the attacker becomes panicked and vulnerable. If you mm-hmm. control the crown or the tactics, they also become weakened. Yeah. As a Brathian player, you want the crown and the tactics often, so there's a decent chance you have one of them, or you have. Um. Well, I was thinking of uh, the one commander that always controls crown or tactics or something. Mm-hmm. But I guess this card wouldn't apply to him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I guess it wouldn't. But you, you still have like Florent, who you can switch and swap, and you can get one of those zones. You will get one of those zones in a game. Yeah. Um. I had this played on me last night, and yeah, I shot with my bowman. I did like one or two wounds, wounds on wards. I was like, oh yeah, like I'm not going to do much, but like I'll, I'll try to get that panic test to go through. And I tacked him, and then he's like, oh, you're going to take all the tokens. And I'm like, oh, like, dang. Like, yeah. my, my bowman just became weakened, panicked, vulnerable. I'm like, oh, they're going to die to a charge. Like, they will die. Yeah. Um, and since it's just an attack, it's not melee attack, it's just an attack, which is yep. awesome. It is. I mean, you could... You could trigger this off a of, well, I guess not. I was gonna say you could trigger this off a of Othel Orbital Bombardment, but you can't panic and vulnerable and weaken him. But uh, it, I mean, you get it though, and attack. So, random thought, and we'll get to it. They didn't address the Gray Worm Commander card with uh, Gray Worm not. having the better version of mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we'll get there. Um. Finish off Brathian Tactics cards. We have the new and improved Final Strike, which is probably the way it was always meant to be played. Mm-hmm. That a unit could die and still get to do a thing because it's not really final if they live afterwards, sort of. So whatever. Mm-hmm. So new and improved Final Strike. Um, the defender can die, and you can still play Final Strike. The Brathians, if you control the crown, the attacker suffers minus one of defensive save rolls against these hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just better. I mean, I know we've played tons of times. You have this in hand, and then you kill the unit because you just you end up like there may be nine wounds, and somehow you dunk on them, and then they fail panic, and then you're like, oh, I can't play this card, mm-hmm. and you're like, I, I, I'm never gonna be able to play this card in a game. Yeah. It's it's just it's it's a lot better. Yep. Um, it was what I always thought it should have been, and I mean, I think everybody can agree with that. Um, um, yeah, we get to the units here. So the Queensmen and Kingsmen to the last is it's better now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's now it's you put two wound markers on them or wound tokens um, on this card at the start of the game. So you put them on the unit each time this unit would be destroyed. Remove one from this card. It makes a morale test on a success. This unit is not destroyed, but remains in play with one wound. Um, so 
you pull a token, you make a morale test, so you can't get like any panic modifiers that like Lannisters or anything to throw on you like that. Um, then you can stay in play. Um, you get two of them, so like if you killed with the melee, you can pull it, and then if you would by chance die to the panic, you can pull the next one. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of got that double layer in there instead of being an order like it was before. I think you, it was an order before. You can take a hear me roar on that. Hear me roar is on morale test. Is is hear me roar on morale test? Yeah. I thought it was only panic. Nope. Um, that's my bad. But yeah. it doesn't it doesn't help trigger like Floydman their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, and then Queen's Blade was updated um, when a friendly R'hllor unit in short range is attacked. Um, before rolling attack dice, search your tactics deck for one Baratheon Conviction or Baratheon Justice card. Add a turn. Actually, that didn't change, but the cards just got buffed. So right. those good cards that we just talked about that got better, you can like cycle them a little bit more and reuse them. Yep. yep. And, and this unit got a... They went from 6 morale to 5 morale, which is awesome. They needed that morale buff. And then um, the King's Blade before did this get changed? Yeah, the only thing that changed on the King on the King stack or discard pile for one ours is the Fury card and play it or add it to your hand, shuffle your tactics deck. Yeah. Um yeah, it uh it changed because before it was when this unit was attacked, search for the card. So now every time you go to attack, you can just tutor that card into your hand. Which yeah. is awesome because these guys don't have any attack profile, but now you can make them um, plus one to hit Sundering Vicious. Um, and then finally, the uh, champions of the stag here mm-hmm. they retained their two defense, uh, mm-hmm. five morale, so got one better. Yep. Um, they always have critical blow now. They did they always have it before, or it was just on charge? They always had it before, yes. Okay. The only the only thing that had changed, sorry, in their attack is. They still have their weakened on a charge, but they have the if this unit began the turn engaged with a defender before rolling attack dice, the defender becomes vulnerable. Um, pretty, I mean, that's pretty good. So if these guys, once they get stuck in a fight, they can spit out vulnerable tokens mm-hmm. and keep their offense up. And then I think the best thing is that morale buff to five. Uh, I mean, before you would just kill these guys with panic. Yeah, yeah. which I mean, that's still what you're going to go after. It's just you know, it's it, harder. Yep, it's harder now. And then there's um, whatever it is. The, the Baratheon stuff actually kind of uh, eight and a half, like jives with it better. Because I know Renly, he has like buff morale. Like he can buff like area, like the yep. embolden. So you can make him a four, which like that's almost uncrackable. And then uh, I think Stannis side they have some stuff too. But yeah, I mean to finish out Bara, uh, we got. A one point drop for Thornwatch and Rollor Lightbringers. Yep. Um, two things were needed. Just need to be. They just need to be more efficient in what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, because Thornwatch sucked. Still kind of sucked, but they're just suck cheaper now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. That is it for Baratheons. I think they had the most changes, so we might fly through the rest of these pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. All right. So free folk on to free folk. So free they folk. have first one here. They have yeah. they the walrus. They had some <laughs> abilities get moved around. Like they mm-hmm. yeah. dropped iron resolve. The walrus clan chieftain took it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he still has resilience. He's still hanging out at two points. So yep. bang for buck. Um, the chosen of steer went from was it the no charging? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Before maybe I uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. It, they have go down fighting now. So each time a unit is or each time a rank in this unit is destroyed, one enemy that engages suffers one wound. Um, it's a nice little one pointer. Uh, Weeper attachment dropped a point, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, and then steer the the final strike buff. Yep. Change basically. I think it's doing what they intended for it to do the whole time now. Um, and then um, because the Brathian one is control the crown. They have minus one steers as if the defender is in long range of steers unit. That enemy suffers minus one to these hits. Yeah. So um, his, his is pretty good too, especially in free folk. Yeah, I was already thinking about a unit of raiders with a chosen a steer in them. Like, come one shot me. You're gonna take three wounds and then twelve hits and a minus one. Yeah, yeah. They got they got some uh, they got some play for not dying or no incentive to kill them. <laughs> yeah, basically they um. You know, a little bit of punishment for just playing the game, but mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I I kind of feel like that's just going to be the free folk way for a while. Yeah. Yep. Which is unfortunate. Um, the trappers, we have a change to hidden traps, mm-hmm. which we're going to see a couple of times through uh, Starks have it. Anyone else have hidden traps? Greyjoys? They, uh, traps. they don't have hidden traps. Starks have two things, so they had hidden traps, though. So. Oh, okay. Um, which now... When an unengaged enemy in long range performs any action before resolving that action, choose one. The enemy suffers one hit plus one for each of its remaining ranks, or that enemy suffers minus one movement until the end of the turn. Yep. They they talked about it before. It was you got both effects, and the enemies suffered one hit for each remaining rank. So they buffed the hits and then separated them, mm-hmm. which is cool. I think uh, they may have still had disorderlies on ones and twos before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I did have that. You're right. Um, then, the, yeah, next then is the mammoth. So basically everything on the mammoth is the same. Still six points, still eight wounds, all that jazz at the top um, part. The only thing that changed was its attack. Um, so it has rampage now. So basically it has critical blow, sundering, and before rolling attack dice, the defender becomes panicked, and it's... Uh, Six dice on four plus. Um, I don't remember what it was before, but it had a uh, whatever. Oh, and it no, it no longer has uh, the trample. Trample, yeah. Ridiculousness, yeah. I, that, I th- that was too easy. Well, so so this the mammoth went from being overly so overpowered in the first one because it like you just trampled it around, you yeah, never attacked, but you more basic game rules and yeah it was so crazy for a miniature game and then they nerfed it to oblivion like i don't know what it does right now then now i think they're buffing it to a reasonable um like a like being reasonable i i don't know if you'll see it because it is six points and it's eight wounds but it i don't think it's unreasonable i think if it has a home it's going to be in some mag list because it's a monster yeah Yeah. um it's a point cheaper than a giant Mm -hmm. yep uh speaking of giants the giants picked up vicious mm-hmm. then they they added the wording hits from this attack cannot be blocked they 100 percent added that any hits instead of rolling defense dice 
Oh, yes. Yep. Full-blown. Cannot be blocked. Um, defender suffers. D3 wounds plus one wound for each wound this unit has suffered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so same. It has Vicious now, and then, then they put wording in there that it needed. Plus one wound for each wound this unit has suffered. Didn't it used to be worded a little like each wound currently on this unit or something? It might have been, but I think it was the exact same thing. Well, because well before it was like D three wounds. It was pl- okay. Maybe it was I'm like D three. Like the previous no, version, it was like like if I take th- three and then heal them, have I suffered three wounds? No, I. I th- this unit has suffered. No, I think it's just the same that it it was. I think that I mean, like obviously, at one point they changed it as like D three plus one plus yeah. each wound on this unit. Um, okay. But yeah. Um, the next we probably have the most impactful change to free folk here, and that's the Spearwives losing the uh, coordinate assault. Yeah, the auto hits per rank. Um. Now they just get a vulnerable on a charge instead. They still retain their charging volley. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, I know you don't really like this because they were a good unit, but I, th- I think it was needed. I mean, this unit I mean, was one. What they, what they had before was ridiculous, but it was, yeah. This, well, is, the th- I don't, I don't it, know. it was so it was ridiculous because this unit could one shot units because it would trigger two panic tests mm-hmm. and it would drop charging it would basically be you know auto three hits and whatever you rolled and then you could throw like crits and sundering on it with a card and you're a one-shotting units with this and then on the fact you could put coordinated assault on just a different unit when they charge so all of a sudden then you'd have like raiders charging that maybe had a raid leader and it's like seven dice on threes with three auto hits and it's like okay like you, they, it, it let them it let free folk pour it on um yeah, I, I just the, I feel like the changes that have been made to free folk are just going to lead to a very non-fun free folk yeah. for the person piloting them and the person going to get because you have next to no incentive to attack them. Mm-hmm. I ever. I mean, we we've discussed this. I th- I I believe the issue just resol- revolves around them having insig insignificant, like. Because it's just so, it's such an easy take to be like. I mean, it it makes it unfun. I'm not arguing that, but it's just so easy to be like, well, I'm going to take that unit instead, not take this unit that's better. Yeah, I mean, these better units, they're just not that much better when you consider that four point raiders get a free one point attachment. Right. Yeah. So well, you can you can like flavor them to do anything that anything mm-hmm. else would do. Right. Oh, you want them to be tankier? Throw this free one point attachment. Mm-hmm. Do some panic stuff. Here's a one point. Like, so there's never a reason to be like, oh, this five or six point unit fits better than this four point mm-hmm. unit of Raiders. It's yeah. Well, and the, the thing too is if you look at, we'll, we'll move on to Thens next. Thens is a five point unit externally balanced. They're a good five point unit. Like, you can't buff them or all of a sudden they're not a five point unit. And if you make them six, the free folk player still doesn't take them. If you buff them and make them six, they don't still don't take them. Or it, it like changes them into something that's like OP, where you just take a bunch of raiders and then you take that one unit and you make it OP. You know, that's that's what free folk do. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's I, that's the basic excited. list construction. I'm I mean I'm just flat out not excited for. Uh, no, I know. No. Free folk right now. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so then they keep taunt. They lost uh, Iron, Resolve. Iron Resolve. They picked up that hold the line. So when they activate, an enemy engaged with them suffers two hits plus one for each of unit's remaining ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, Thent's I don't... another good unit to have that on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't dis I don't dislike it. The unit. Uh, it's a, f- a five point unit with hold the line. It's good, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, other people are paying, other factions are paying a point for it. So, once again, um, though, you're going to have hold the line passed to that unit of raiders that are going to be making an mm-hmm. attack with the raid leader. If they can find a card to get rerolls, you're going to take 11, 12 hits. Yeah. That turn, yeah. once again, from the NSIG unit of raiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah. So totally. potentially we just move the spearwife problem. It ends. It ends. Yeah. But um it's yeah. maybe a little harder to set up and you at least have to do it next round. You have to get the raiders in there first. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's easier and then I think I mean raiders you can you can tank them down to last rank. It doesn't mean you'll kill them, but if you attack them, you can you can knock them down pretty good to keep those additional hits off. Yep. Um and you can like tech around them a little bit. Um some stuff just doesn't like it in, in general. All right. Um, so that was the free folk. Moving on now to the Lannisters. Not a whole bunch of changes with them either. Couple card or no cards, couple attachments, units. All three um, guard captains now have hold the line. <laughs> yeah, so guard captain, they they put all three of the different card arts, they have hold the line. Um which we talked about. Uh, Boris Blunt goes with Vengeance of the Crown. So after this unit is attacked with me- with a melee attack, if you control the crown, the attacker suffers one wound, plus one wound for each of the unit's destroyed ranks. Um, I don't know what he was before, but that seems pretty good. It's almost a go-down fighting with an extra wound buff. So it's... It, well, it's it's better because it's per destroyed rank. So like go-down fighting, if you're on two ranks and I take you mm-hmm. down to one, I still only take one wound. Right. Oh yeah, you're then right. Yeah, you're on mm-hmm. two. I take you down to one. I'm taking. It's cumulative. Yeah, you're basically going to take it every time you attack. I already them. took two wounds before, mm-hmm. assuming that they have the crown. But which takes us into Joffrey here. Uh, uh same thing. Moved oh. up to five points. Um, um it does what? the same thing, but without the downside of the panic token. Oh, right, yeah. That, I was wondering what moved from his ability. Yeah, five points, but no downsides now. So they used um, to... He used to throw out a panic token on themselves anytime they didn't take the crown. They got rid of that, but they increased him a point. Yeah, I, I think it's fair. I mean, I think I used him in every one of my Lannister list at four points. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I haven't really made any Lannisters list yet to see if that one point um, annoys me or not. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the crossbowmen. Um, mm-hmm. So they, yeah, crossbowmen. They went to a three plus to hit. They were a four plus. Now they have sun. Uh, they had sundering, and then they also got the no. They had the uh, reroll attack dice um, when attacking enemies in short range. I, I believe they had that. So, oh, and their armor went up to four. Um, from five to four. So they got a little bit more defensive. They got a three plus to hit, and I think they got the reroll in short range. I don't. I don't know though. I could be wrong on that. I, th- um, I think they had the reroll in short range. No, nobody used them, so I. I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. 
Yeah, I I feel like they just got the defense buff. Yeah. They might have lost die on max ranks. No, no, they had six before. They got the three plus to hit. They were four plus to hit. Here, I have my app open. I'll just check. Uh, where we at? Right there. They were sixes for, yeah, the only, yeah, the only thing that changed, they went to a three plus a hit and got one better defense. Yeah. Um, do, do I think this unit's playable now? I don't know. I think Stormcrow Archers fill the same role and they have a little bit more utility and they have more dice, even though they have a worse to hit. I mean, you can like buff it. I mean, on average, if you... I mean, I think on average they're having the same attacks now, mm-hmm. but it doesn't eat into your neutral cap, I think. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this unit. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll have to see it in some list building. Yeah, we'll see if the you know meta decides to cough for some Sundering and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so next is the House Clegane's Mountains Men. Um, everything changed or stayed the same on this unit, except they put, they changed the second bullet point of Marauder's Blade. So now it gains plus one to hit ambitious when attacking enemies with the same or fewer remaining ranks. So it was before it was only fewer remaining ranks. Now they made it the same or fewer. So basically look at this unit as a three plus critical blow vicious on seven dice. If you attack first into their unit or you're winning the fight. Which I think is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of that. It makes sense for a clean mm-hmm. kind of unit. Yep. Uh, we go over here to the Red Cloaks. Mm-hmm. They. They went to a four plus to hit. That was their only change. Oh, I was thinking that change was made a while back. Maybe we just knew it was coming for a while or something. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, they went to a four plus to hit, which makes sense. They're a six point unit with two abilities, one of which is the Lannister Justice, where you can, you know, you you can snipe units with that. Yeah. Like, oh, I almost killed that unit over there. Like, whatever I do with my red cloaks, I'm just going to dump a panic test on them. I, I've killed champions of the stag with just unit using Lannister Justice. Right. Where it's like, oh, I can't charge them anyways. And it's like, I'll just panic them to death. Like, I'm on the point, I'll just keep panicking. I'm, I'll take my tray, and you'll take a panic test. Um, I don't know how it balances them with that 4-plus to hit. I mean, people might be looking for a 3-plus to hit and go into Mountains Men, but hey, I think you have some more options between those two units. Well, Mountains Men are a 4-plus. Well, they're th- yeah, but their second bullet point is gains plus 1 to hit. Oh, with- yeah, I got you. So, I mean, they're basically a th- like an offensive healing unit or a little bit better morale, um, negating maybe some panic wounds and doing a panic ability. So, I mean, it's like, you know, whatever you want to choose. Um, next on it is the Knights of Casterly Rock. Um, they had the Lance rework, which we'll touch on later. Everything else on the top of the card's the same. But now Lance, um, when charging, plus two attack dice for each remaining rank in this unit. Uh, pretty good. It's yeah, pretty good. It's pretty I mean, <laughs> so for full ranks, they're charging, it's ten dice. It's, um... Ten with Sundering and Lannister. Yeah. Organic damage. Mm-hmm. I have, I will say, I've played some Telecab in two games, it's been good. I've I've missed manage the unit. Um, 
where it really hasn't done what I needed it to do, but it's still just a massive threat of, you know, popping off and hitting a huge charge. I think the Knights are actually better than the Tully Cav just because they have supremacy. Yeah, you can't. So, like, they're going to come yeah. face punch you, and you can't attack them back because mm-hmm. you're going to, like, odds are they're taking you down to a place where Lannister supremacy can kill you. Yeah. It, yeah. So if they strike first and then you attack back, you're getting supremacied. And if you're like, oh, I'm going to run something at them to tie them up. Well, you'll take that supremacy and whatever else. And then their attack, even though it's going to be less, it's still going to be pretty good. Yeah. So you're, you're it's still a sundry. Yeah. It's still a, it's a, a tough, tough cookie to crack mm-hmm. right there. And then the, I think maybe one of the biggest changes for Lannisters is these poor fellows. Um, their six defense, they went to a six morale from a four, which is so long overdue. overdue <laughs> yeah, by like years. Poor fellows have been one of them things that thematically, when you look at them, you're like, why do you have a four? You shouldn't mm-hmm. have a four. You you should have a six or a seven or well, an eight. Like they they doing? they should they should be at like a six because they're a faith unit but uh they've they had a better morale than warrior sons and it's like you're talking knights that are in full play that are like devoted are l- less but worse yeah. morale than these little poor fellows and, and the whole poor the, fellows are just like oh like you people still treat us shitty but it's less shitty than these people yeah we'll, we'll go to you and we'll never run away like yeah which it may Honestly, it made this unit one of the tankiest in the game. And then the only thing that changed on their ability side is obviously their faith token. It was the healing portion. So each time this unit activates, it may expend one faith token. If it does, it restores two wounds. Before it was two wounds and then plus some wounds if it was on last ranks. But usually you were activating them, they were on last rank, and they'd put like it was like three or four wounds back on. And it's just like, oh, now like it was extremely hard to remove that unit. Um yeah. With the amount that it could heal. Did they so. lose a die? Also, no, no. I think they were always five, were five four, 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 four. I think so. Yeah. Check real quick. Yeah, they were five, four, four in the last one. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I mean, that's it for Lannisters. I don't. I know some people are like, oh, Lannisters aren't very good. I'm like, I think they got a lot of shadow, but like a lot of good buffs, and it reworked. And I still think they're going to be functioning. I as... think uh, I think Lannisters are looking nice right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they got some. They got some awesome plays. I mean, I think Mountainsmen might be one of the best six point units now. But I, mean, I'm this, I got <laughs> this. Uh, this next one might be. This might be what I'm the most excited for. Neutral changes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I've been I've tried to bang my head against that neutral wall a handful of times in the past, and you're like, it's just not there. But mm-hmm. maybe there might be a couple of things here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I th- I think they do have some now. Yeah. We start with um, throats. They went back to hitting on a three plus. Totally needed. Uh they yep. were useless i mean that's all the change but now i'm like oh i might take some cutthroats again i think people forgot about them i haven't seen it i haven't seen them in many lists either and i'm I, like wait why aren't we throwing cutthroats back in here they're yeah, five points they were, uh, three way, like they're way too squishy for a four up hit and they i i give you a vulnerable token but i i actually rare. used them i used them once in a roderick list and i played it out and they were pretty good because you could vulnerable and like turn on rowdy's cards and then you had like if you just attacked with them first, you were getting the rerolls, which it wasn't bad. It was like, it was, it worked, but three plus to hit. Now you're like, Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, 
then they still walk around vicious. Uh, you got the Bloody Marmor Skirmishers going to a 3-plus to hit. Uh, the rest of theirs' ability is staying the same. Um, that... Counter-Strike, Disrupt. But yeah, And Mummer's Blade. Yeah, 3-plus um... to hit was much needed on them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. Uh, I've alpha struck with them before, and you're like, oh, that actually sucked, and now I'm going to die. Yeah. Because I'm just, yeah. Uh, and they're probably, like, one of the single coolest painted units that I have. Because you just get to do all kinds of crazy colors, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. And I have put them on the table so very few times. I haven't I haven't painted mine yet, but now it's like, oh, that's something that will eventually get painted now, because I'll try to use them. Um. And then the same with this next unit, almost uh, the sources. They went to six points. Nothing changed on their other side. They just dropped a point. Another unit um, that I've tried to force, the, you know, the square peg into the round hole so many times. I th- I think I mean I I still don't know how they'll function because like we've used them and you're like ah is it good is it not good, but at six points I think it's like yeah I can swallow that pill. They're a pretty potent offensive unit. They just can't get touched. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think I think some factions could work around. Um, like I mean Starks and Lannisters, I think they could work around it if these guys are with like Tully Cav or something. Um, uh, they're uh, like knights. The the change that we're going to see the most of here, Tycho, because Tycho Ooh. was everywhere. Um, I wish he would have got an ability change instead. Of, I I think people are still going to bring him at five because he's that warm, cuddly little safety net. Uh, mm-hmm. I I wish he would have gotten some type of ability change, like maybe force you to like spread those wounds out, or mm-hmm. or versus the half a tray heal, but whatever. He's the same thing, but he's five points. It at least throws off some of the list that he was going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll it, it makes him a. It makes you reconsider bringing him at five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you at least then, look for a better four point option. You don't just open your list and be like, "Oh, where's Tycho? All right, throw him mm-hmm. in there." Yep. And then the last change on the neutrals is Theon Greyjoy uh, Reek. He went to zero points. Reek to zero. I don't. I don't know how I feel about this because it was always a tough pill to swallow to bring Ramsey and Reek for three points, mm-hmm. but you still have to pay two for Ramsey. I almost wish they'd have made Ramsey one point and Theon one point. So then you can be like, oh, I want to bring just Ramsey. He's a point. I'm going to throw Theon in there. Two points. They're worth the two points together. Now it's like, oh, I'm bringing Ramsey. Like I'm going to bring Reek at this point because he's free. Yeah. So uh, um, Ramsey's too good for one point, though in the event that you don't bring reek. So, and I like probably Ramsey. I've, I've messed around with, um, a few lists now to be like, how many instances of uh field by slaughter? Can I put in this list? No, I agree. I mean, he's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not arguing his, his, um, how good he is, but the fact that like, you're always in, like, you'll see Theon then every time you bring him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and he makes Ramsey better. Yes, because it's panic tokens, which yep. I'm I'm almost glad he's zero two because I put him in list. And I'm like, man, I don't have that extra point to bring Theon, where you just are like, oh, everybody in short range is panicked. Like yep. I've seen that, like the weepers, you've done that on, like I've seen people do it on the weeper, and you're like, that is so good. Like you just made four units panicked. Like yeah, one, even if you do it once, it's worth it. It's it's sometimes it's one of those like where someone's like, wait, what did you just do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know you, you. No one, no one else done this to you yet, huh? Okay, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Everybody gets it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that puts us through the neutrals. Um, Do you want to keep tracking here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's... uh, that's, yeah, we can bang it out. There's just a okay. few yeah. left. All right, so now we are on to Night's Watch. Um, they have quite a few changes, it looks like, and they're all needed. 100% yeah. all needed. Um, so first off, Watch Captain. Only thing that changed was Relentless changed to melee attack only or maneuver. Uh, I don't think it changes the Watch Captain much. I think instead of him going in Expos, he just goes in Sworn Bros. No. And he's still just yeah. as good. Yep. Um, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, relentless as a whole got changed. So watch captain, unsighted officer, and Victorian. Victorian. Yes, uh, which I'm good with. Um, I, I like it. I would have still liked to seen the pseudo activation get removed somehow. Yeah, I. You know, we we've been on that from the beginning that there could be other ways to word it to get this effect sort of. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I saw a list today. It was like Gior Sworn Bros, two Sworn Bros with Watch Captains, Cold Hands, and then three NCUs, I think. And it's like, that's a nine activation list still. And it's just like, like how yeah. do how do factions like Baratheons and Starks, neutrals, how do they deal with that? Because they have a hard time just getting to eight on their own, mm-hmm. let alone to nine. Uh, and it's like, you know... I, I don't know. I'm still yeah, torn on it. I think I think they we'll should have just got rid of it. If they the problem, or if they just shifted the problem. Yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think they might have shifted it, but at least you're not getting shot at by expos across the that, board. That you times. can't attack. Yeah. 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 yeah we'll um, get the expos here in a minute. The, the uh, whole awful expo list took a pretty good PP smacking, which was very deserved. But yeah, yeah. Then um, half hand changed. So I don't believe he had battle scars. Fuck you, Craigbot. All right, All so right. so sorry, Craigbot disconnected. Now we're back. Uh, half hand. Yeah, I th- I think um, like the list that I'm just thinking of is you're in a commander and like Swarm Bros or Vets. You throw half hand in like Swarm Bro or Vets. You bring Swarm Bro or Vets with a Watch Captain, and then you bring a Solo and three NCUs. You're still eight activations, eight quasi activations, and they have to attack this unit. There's no way around not attacking half hand's unit. You're not just going to let... I mean, you, you can even throw them in Hunters. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You have I mean, the tech to heal them and block stuff. and you got to be careful with them to get you started. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, mm-hmm. J.R. J.R. took a needed uh, nerfing needed here. Needed beat down, yeah. Um, he used to be every time Jor claimed his own, you could draw any number of cards and put them on any number of units and do whatever you wanted for the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, he's now uh, each time Jor claims zone, you may target two friendly combat Night's Watch units in long range of each other. Move one friendly Texas card from one of those units to the other. Once per game, when Jor claims his zone, you may replace the zone with take one Texas card that can be attached to a unit from your discard pile and attach it to a friendly night's watch unit. So his, his, his big ability ability became a once per game ability. Yeah. And well, it became a once per game. And then it also went to discard only. So it's not like you can go search your tactics deck Mm -hmm. for that card you need and put it on a unit. Um, And then, yeah, the top part didn't change. The bottom part did uh, basically. Um, It was needed. 
Um, now on to John. So his for the watch changed. Um, start of any turn, target one front target one friendly combat unit may reroll any charge distance this turn. I don't know if that changed at all. I never read it because no, I think I, this card think always got attached. He just lost uh, yeah. the combat zone. Yeah, so it was swords now and horse. Now it's just horse. It's just maneuver zone. Yeah. Yep. Um, Needed. It was the best free charge card in the game. It's crazy. Yeah. And then honed enhancement. Uh, when a friendly unit is performing an attack, four on attack dice, gains plus one to hit. If it's ability unit, plus one die. Yep. So. Which one was that before? That was the same thing, but it was attached the whole game. Now it doesn't attach. This That's does right. not. Um, so and it used I, to be the start of the turn card. Yes, yep. Which it was universally the easiest thing to do in the world. Now you at least have to perform an attack. Mm -hmm, yep. Um, so I, I think like obviously I'm happy that this card got a huge nerf because it went on crossbows and it buffed them a whole game and just made them better. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a pretty heavy hand though because if you try to run like a actual war machine list. Awful now sucks. He now sucks for a war machine list. The uh, the list I took to nationals now sucks because yeah. this change right here. Because you needed that plus one to hit. Yeah, and you had it the whole game. I mean, I I kind of wish you were using the card for what it, its intended purpose. Exactly, and it was still which good. Was good, not great. <laughs> yeah. Now I, it's bad slash okay. Yeah, it, it's. I mean. It's still good. It's a good card. Bad you compared can, to what it was before. Yeah, I mean, because... Yeah. I mean, now you build a normal list, and if he's in, like, Sworn Bros or Vets, you're getting plus one to hit, plus one attack die. Yep. Like, that's what you'll use it for. Or you'll use it on, like, a, an Expo unit to buff them for one attack, which... Uh, oh, I his, mean, uh, his Serrated Enhancements got changed also. But it's, okay. a, it's after the combat units. That's why I hadn't noticed it. Oh. Yeah, and then... This, oh, this, it doesn't stay attached either. That's the only... Oh, wait. Yeah, that was the thing, too. This doesn't attach either, but everything else stayed the same. Mm -hmm. I, I read on this one. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I think I get this card... I don't think this card was an issue to remove the... Like, I think this this one was unwarranted, the change, even though I do think the Night's Watch cards are broken. And... But, a ripple effect that we're going to get from this is the awful orbital strike in every single night's watch list now. Yeah, they'll never run awful commander, so now every list commander anymore. You're running that NCU, which somehow didn't get changed. Yeah, yeah, the NCU didn't change at all, and you're like, uh, great. Um, gained a point. Ranger trackers lost a point. Yep, and then um, crossbowmen. The only thing that changed with them was ready, aim, release. Um, when an enemy is, performs a charge action on this unit before resolving that charge action, if the being charged from the front arc, if the, this unit performs one range attack action on the enemy using its lowest attack die value, so now instead of taking a big face full of um, probably three die or six dice or seven dice on a three plus or two plus with rerolls because you're probably within short range, you get either four dice or five dice on a three plus or two plus. I think that's fair. I mean, that's a, a big nerf to it, yeah. but. Um, three dice or five dice. Where are you? Where's this coming from? 
um, if you put on his card for the uh, serrated or for <laughs> sorry, got to get the dogs out of here. Um, his uh, attack buff card. So his plus one attack. Dice five dice. No, no, no. It's always lowest attack dice amount. Yeah, yeah. And he adds one attack die. Yeah, so you're either getting four dice or five dice. Oh, yes. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's from the front, if they're being charged from the front. So if you're yeah. charging them in the flank, even if they have line of sight and part of you is in their front arc, they don't get to trigger this. Yeah. So, I mean, sorry, I had to get the dogs out of here. Yeah, it's... No, you're fine. I think your uh, video crapped out on me again. I can just go ahead and fix it again. But continue. Yeah, yeah so, so I mean... It's a little more avoidable. It's not as good. It's less punishing. I mean... Yeah. How, like, how punishing was it to play against crossbows? And then be like, oh, you're charging me, like, seven yeah. or eight hit before, you know, with the watch captain. Oh, that's eight dice Yeah. on twos. And you're like, wait, like... I'm charging you and going to do nothing because you charge them and then they'd, they'd heal whatever you do anyways. Yeah. Fucking Night's Watch. Night's Watch nerfs. The best part. Best part of this update, even though I still think they're good. Yeah. Well, even watch the video. We might not have to code his video the rest of the stream. We'll see. Right. We'll, we'll see. All right. Yep. Some well-deserved Night's Watch nerfs and then the guarantee of seeing awful into you yeah. forever and, and ever. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. I still think Night's Watch is a very strong army because their basic deck is just so generally good. Mm -hmm. Like they're they affect every aspect of the game in their favor with their deck. Essentially. Yeah, they 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 have a card for everything. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Moving on. So moving on to Starks. Um, they had, uh, first off, you know, they had great John Umber. He got the reworked to the last for his solo, uh, his just attachment, like his uh, two-point attachment, I think he is. Um, we already talked about that. Um, Mira Reed, she had the hidden, tra hidden traps rework, and she's a one-point attachment. Brandon Hodor, they dropped to a one-point attachment from two, um, which was needed because they weren't used at all at two points. Um, the two big changes here out of NC, well, three big changes out of NC, Sansa went to once per game when Sansa activates, you may return one card from your, or return one tactics card from your discard pile to your hand, and then each time Sansa cl claims a zone, you may replace that zone's effect with return one tactics card from your discard pile to your hand. So she got a big buff where I think she's useful now. I've used her twice. She's been pretty good. She's been pretty clutch. Because mm -hmm. um, you can just, if you can keep replacing zone effects, you can redraw your general basic good cards that are Stark cards um, to use them. So like Starks, I don't think have any cards that are like flashy, like, oh my God, that's so strong. They have cards like, oh, you get Sundering. And you're like, okay, like you can keep recycling that basic card with her and, you know, play it every round if you need to. Yeah. Um. And then Arya, she, um, she was a once per per game. Now she starts with two order tokens. At the start of an enemy turn, you may remove one token from Arya. If you do target one from the infantry unit, it performs one maneuver or retreat action. Um, pretty good. I went from once per game to twice per game. Um, makes her better. 
And then um, Eddard, he is the exact same, but went to six points. Yeah, he was one of the more uh, kind of ridiculous heals. Yeah, I, I'm. I wish he would have maybe lost a token instead of gone to six. Um, while he was strong in the few games I played with Starks, now Starks don't have healing other than taking him or Tycho or Varus, um, or like Baelish to make sure you're always hitting the Welt Zone. Um, they're trying to you know use the Welt Zone, so. It kind of hurts Starks because you can't uh, you got you kind of have some not good defensive units, mm-hmm. and they uh they, you know you need them to stick around to like last the whole game and he he does you know losing him is is kind of a a, a big hit. Um, we'll see. I mean, maybe he's worth it at six points. I, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think you'll still see him, but. I don't know. No. Yeah, it, I, I don't. I don't know either. It's a six point in you. I mean, yeah. it's it's not that exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then Starks, they had some tactics cards changes. Um. Winners might. Um. It is now friendly unit performing melee attack before rolling attack dice. This attack gains sundering. If this unit only has one remaining rank, it may reroll any attack dice. If you control the swords, th- this attack rolls its highest attack die value. It lost the wounds that it gave before because before it was like, oh, you take one wound for each remaining rank or one or one one room over your last. So you take like full ranks, you take two wounds. So two ranks, you take one wound. And they rearrange like the kickers on these. So it's just generally useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically Northern Ferocity, it got the same treatment. Um, it was the Vicious card. Um, vicious, one remaining rank. Um the, if the defender fails a panic test, it suffers two wounds. If you control the sword, the ve- defender becomes panicked. So you kind of can chunk out some big panic damage with that card. Oh, yeah, because I mean, you're looking at, you know, uh, three to five wounds, mm-hmm. maybe more if you can find some intimidating presence or... Yeah, with with a panic token. Yeah. So that's a pretty good one. And then I don't... And they, so they changed Great John Umber's Berserker Tactics card. Uh, they made it pretty freaking strong, but yeah, it's it's kind of painful. I've used it, and it's it's pretty painful on yourself. So it's uh, when a friendly unit is performing a melee attack after rolling attack dice, so you actually don't conflict triggers with the other two previous cards, which is cool. Um, this unit may suffer up to three wounds. If it suffered any wounds, this attack gain deals one plus that many additional wounds so you can pick and choose you're like all right i want to take three wounds and deal you four on top of my attack mm-hmm. or oh i i don't have many wounds left i'll deal myself one to give you two at least um and kind of dance on that line of do i want to die while dealing more damage uh, it's a good card oh and then the top is uh if it's a house humber unit it, the defender becomes panicked. Um, it's a good card. I mean, okay. it makes. Here's. Go ahead for a second. Let me. I'm trying to put a thought together here. Yeah. No. I'm just saying. I, I mean, it's a. It's a great card. Like, I. Uh, I played. I used it in the one game. 
I, sh- I honestly shouldn't have used it. I misplayed it. I kind of got tilted because I charged with Telecav on my 10 dice on threes. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to like, because I had like the perfect lineup of cards. I had Devastating Impact to put out tokens. I had the Vicious card to throw Vicious on my Telecav. And then I had this card. So I was like, oh, I'm going to like chunk out this unit. It was Wardens. I was front charging Wardens. I was like, I'm going to kill this unit straight up. And played Devastating Impact. He used both his Stag's Wits and removed the tokens. And I was like, oh, that's not good. And then I didn't, because because of that, I didn't play the Vicious card. Um, and then I rolled my charge. I hit 5 of 10, and I re-rolled and hit one more. So I hit 6 of 10 on the charge, and I was just tilted. So I played the card, and then he didn't die, and I'm like, and then I failed all four of the Counter-Strikes. That I missed, and I was like, I just took eight wounds on charging your freaking unit here. Is is real sad. Okay, hear me out. Sure. Great John, in Berserkers on last mm-hmm. week. You charge, you get nine on twos. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go with only three wounds left, or just Great John himself, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get nine on twos. You play Berserker Tactics to do as many wounds as you can. So if you have three left, you take Mm -hmm. all three, you kill yourself. Okay. When killing yourself, you can play last stand. And then you can also trigger to the last and not even die. So two attacks on nines plus four wounds. Uh, Well, the unfortunate on twos. What? So his actually to the last is on his attachment, not his commander. His oh, uh, oh, that's fine. Oh, his, I see what you're saying. Well, that's yeah. Good. So so his commander has. Uh, good, that was about to get dumb. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, his commander has heroic charge, which is auto six charge, take d three wounds, and overrun. So like, you could still do some good stuff with his commander. Good. But yeah, you can't. Because uh, I super do, annoyed myself. <laughs> yeah. Two yeah, attack, no. nine dice on twos, a vulnerable token, and not dying. Yeah, yeah. I actually I thought of the same thing. I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh wait, that's that's not the right version. I don't think that's the right version. I could be wrong. I thought I mean No, this is his attachment. Okay. Um so yeah. But I mean you can still basically make him cover a lot of distance in um in like a unit of berserkers overrunning and Dunking units down because you could if you charged a unit with that was on their last rank you could play that berserker tactics and just kill them mm-hmm. with that card not even have to roll an attack well you'd already rolled your attack but the attack not matter and then you could if you took three wounds maybe you dropped yourself down to last rank and then you're overrunning into a second unit where you're nine on twos with another attack coming where you're like oh i'm gonna play either the Sundering card or the Vicious card or the second Berserker Tactics card. So you could line it up where you, like, steamroll two units. Yeah, I mean, technically, you can still do the Berserker Tactics, kill yourself, play last stand. And you yeah. can still get two attacks, nine dice on twos. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, yeah, you can you can definitely ruin someone's day. That's crazy. I hope someone does it. I, I might try it now. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, units. Then... Starks, they had like five units that changed. Um, the Outriders, they went to six points 
so we'll just get that one out of the way quick. Mm-hmm. Outriders went to six points. Um, the Cranium and Trackers, their hidden traps changed, which was the, uh, yeah. Um, Tully Cav, they had Lance change, which we already talked about. So everything's the same except Lance is different now. Then really the only other two units that had any changes were uh, House Number Great Axes. Their Executioner's Fury is now, it's Sundering. And then en- enemies suffer an additional minus one to defensive dice rolls for each of this unit's destroyed ranks. So if you're on last rank, if you're on last rank, you're going to deal out a negative three to a defensive dice roll. Um, I think that's pretty good. I don't know how it'll work or its usefulness, but it's pretty cool if you're like, oh, I'm going to play something that play against champions of the stag that have a two plus defense. You're going to make them have a five plus. Or if you get them in a flank, they're on a six, which is awesome. Right. Right. I just I don't know how much that'll come into play to make this unit worth seven points. I mean, I think they're worth seven points. I just, I don't know. I, I got to use them. I haven't used them yet. I've, I, don't, I haven't used them since they got changed the very first time they got changed. Um, so we'll see. What do you, do you got any thoughts on them, Carl? Or, um, no, I mean, I mean S- swift strike is good. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, it helps, helps keep them safe. Right. Do you know what unit we're talking about there, Carl? Nope. Apparently not. <laughs> I got your video to work for like one second, and then I... Uh, it looked like you got disconnected. Yeah, and then, yeah, everything kind of messed so, up. No, so the... Great axes? Yeah, great axes. What do you think about great axes? Oh, let's see here. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, they can really help hack through uh, some yeah. defense here. Yeah. Um. We'll see. I, I don't know what rolling too many dice while mm-hmm. being able to make the most out of Executioner's Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's seven points. Like threes, which is okay. Yeah, I mean they might have a home, um, somewhere. Yeah, it's kind of to me. It's like to be determined, almost. Yeah. I think. Um, I think maybe either throwing like the Umber Champ or the Sworn Sword Captain could be cool on them because the Umber Champ is always highest attack dice and vicious. So you're like doubling down on your being a, ch- you know, mm-hmm. you're always a Chad. And then the Sworn Sword is vulnerable and re rolling. So, you, you know, it's like, oh, I'm making you on a six, but like, let's make sure all six of those go through with my re rolls. And. Then I've even thought about, too, throwing, like, Eddard Commander in these guys, because all of a sudden, he has Iron Resolve, and then you're going to stack that onto the Unyielding. So you're on last rank, you're taking minus three wounds from Failed Panic Test, which is awesome, on a four-plus Panic. So, pretty pretty stout unit. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's good stuff there. Yep. And then the other unit that changed for Starks, this is the last one, and th- so Eddard's Honor Guard and Stark Sword and Swords, their um, Stark Fury changed to Winner's Bite, which is now critical blow all the time. Um, if this unit has one or more destroyed ranks, it gets plus one to hit. If this unit has two destroyed ranks, um, may reroll any attack dice. And it's just an att- it's just their ability. Yeah. Um, 
Which is nice because before it was an order and it conflicted with basically anything else Starks could do. So you had back go. a third All time. Right. Um, winner's bite. Yeah. So yeah. So with it not being an order before, you had to find pretty much ways to have a unit of sworn swords. Uh, attack twice in a round to use an order and a tactics card on them because they had conflicting triggers and you didn't really want sworn swords attacking twice around because if you could attack twice around you wanted someone else to do it so now you can play those cards and utilize their ability yeah it works yeah and they're just like a generally useful unit now like i'm putting sworn swords back in lists um like they're just they're just like a solid five point unit at this point in time. Oh, like you want a couple, like maybe you always play against free folk or like gray joys where you kind of need more bodies. Stark swords, they're going to hold their own in those matchups because they'll potentially throw out a bunch of hits and they'll degrade really well. And they synergize now. I mean, it's kind of, you know, you got choices on using them now. Yep. Uh, Targaryens. So the Untilled Officer, Relentless, got changed. We've been over that. Uh, Belwaz, Expert Parry. This got a rod mm-hmm. long time ago. Basically, it had the wrong yeah. text on it. So it still does the same thing for each blocked hit. The attack suffers a hit. If it's Belwaz unit, mice one to defensive dice rolls for yep. these hits. There you go. Um, Jorah the Andal went to two points. I don't. I don't know what he did before, because nobody played him. So I don't even know if that was warranted. Did wait? No, I have Jora. Okay, no, he lost. Okay, so he used to have may only be fielded in an army that includes the uh, Targaryen and must be attached to his unit, ignoring usual attachments or anything. Because I'd I'd used him a couple of times to see what would happen. What's he do? Um, I don't even know what he does. Like, so he has martial mm-hmm. training. That... And he has stand your ground. So each time an enemy performs melee attack, unit, if it's only unit, charge, flank, and rear bonuses. I mean, that's that's enemy that's does. a solid uh, two-point attack. Yeah, but it yeah. had to go in his unit, yeah. and you were already putting Danny, like, probably a mm-hmm. pikeman to keep her yeah. alive, because you need her alive, and yeah. meh. But yeah, so he lost that text. So he can be put in any unit, which helps out Targaryen infantry armies. Yeah, if you throw him into like... Uh, I mean, that's a six-point unit then. But no. Yeah, and Mercs, Mercs can, you know, with that four-plus save, they can do some mm-hmm. tanking on their own. Uh, they get some rerolls and a vulnerable token on top of the wealth zone. You might get three... Three. You, you could you get up get, to th- uh, maybe three attacks in a round. Because you could charge zones and two zones. I mean, that's if your right. opponent doesn't counterplay you. Yeah, yeah. One of them you could get some rerolls yeah. on. Yeah, because you could charge, and then if one of those zones just opens, yeah. If the wealth and so really too, like leading off around, you could merc charge to be like, oh, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna get you in some tempo here. You can merc charge, then if they are like, oh, well, I'll heal off of it. You can go, oh, I'll take the swords swing again with that unit re-rolls and vulnerable i mean and like yep. yeah because that person might not even want to take the take the wealth and then you just forced them to get it yeah um 
Hago, the blood rider, I don't remember what he had before, but he picked up field by slaughter because it got taken off mm-hmm. of the blood riders. Uh, and we'll just uh, move on to the blood riders since we're on the topic. So they lost yeah. field by slaughter. Um, they're still good. They still have Warcry. There's, you know, you're bringing Drogo, yeah. which just makes him good because expert yeah, so you're... get touched. And he's got Iron Resolve, so you're three plus four plus with Expert Duelist. So you would like before you'd always auto wound and then heal. I mean, his he's in a super tanky unit that now you can kill. Like you can at least try attempt to kill the unit before. I I don't think there was any way to attempt to kill it without a like. It was. It it, re- it really was. Um, and we we I mean we've like you've played it a lot and we we tested it a lot and it's just like. Yeah, uh, you know, unless you bring a few specific different things, like you're not gonna win that fight or some, and it sucks. <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, and now with Blood Riders not having Field by Slaughter, they're they're not an auto include in a Drogo list for me. I mean, they're still eight points. He might go in Screamers or he could some even. Of these riders I mean, you might right now, and then you can grab some of those attachments and also throw mm-hmm. those in Screamers or. Yeah or whatever you can throw hago in the flayed men and just put field by slaughter on flayed men mm-hmm. or vets whichever yeah. you prefer yeah it's, so, yeah, it's still we'll see. We'll see. good i mean it took the one unit off the top of the mountain to i mean like if you want a uh three defense four morale six movement cav with war cry they're they're still good like they're a solid piece but they're not gonna yeah. be sticking around like they used to yeah, they're not just head and shoulders yeah. better than vets. Or, or flayed men, for that matter. That's nice. But, um, Swordmasters come down in the point that, okay. to seven. That, I think, is amazing. I've always thought Swordmasters are so good. Like, for eight points, can't expend a weakened token. Like, oh. I mean... Targaryens have big problems I know. with oh, yeah. infantry armies right now. And yeah. Infantry armies, like... They just, uh, they just don't do them very well. So maybe this can get people to play a little more yeah. infantry setup sort of list. Yeah, I think, um, I think the unsullied swordmasters might be. Uh, I mean, I might go to limp the best seven point infantry in the game, if not the best infantry unit in the game. Now, I'll, I'll throw that out there. Now, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, they're yeah. they're good. I, I, Statistically, they're they're definitely up there, but they don't have the pieces around them that other yeah, factions I, I, have access I to. I do think we're going to see some mm-hmm. swordmasters now, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think if you like really think about it, you can build tech into them to make them pretty unstoppable because you can take like freedmen and put an officer in them. So also that's like thirteen points for three activations. I mean, that's pretty efficient point wise. Your swordmasters won't die to like one attack maybe not even two so like you got you got some you got some play i, th- I think they got some stuff going on yeah i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna mess around with and then storm. yep and then the dragons um so i know that this, this one was hitting at before they are all the same except for they changed their attack profile oh not the attack profile the attack ability so before it was like d3 plus three um now it's d3 plus one wound for each remaining rank in the unit 
So before it was always D3 plus three, and now it's it scales. I think it's I think it yeah. I I still think dragons are really good. They're not as good, but they're still definitely good. Yeah, it might be. It might be enough to make them because before you knew yeah. like mm-hmm. two attacks, you're dead. You're like, yeah, here, you know, you're going to take four to six and then the panic and then you're going to take three yeah. to five and then the and panic. It, so, it, it, yeah, there's, I mean, it's a slight. And the thing, too, so if you're on last rank, it's not an auto dead unit. That is a big thing, I think. Because before it was like, oh, you're on last rank, and you're like, oh, the unit's dead. Like, there's, there's nothing you can do. At least now it's like, okay, I have a D, th- I have a D, th- four wounds left. I have a D three shot at, you know, a, a really a sixty six percent chance at not dying if I if I pass a panic. I mean, a, a giant is only taking two yeah. to four wounds now mm-hmm. instead of four to six. Yeah, which is which is huge. And things, other things yeah, like it, that too. So it, it it tones them down for sure. I don't think they got any yep. other changes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it turns a uh, like a Danny uh, Mother of Dragons list. It makes it less good. What's Mod that? Did get changed. Mod did get changed, we're... which we're not seeing here. She doesn't have to bring all oh, three okay. dragons in Mod anymore. Did they get point reductions? Um, okay. No, they also. I think that is. So they points, and you don't have to bring all three. You can just bring one. You could you could bring zero, but I don't think you would do that. Yeah. Um. I think that's good um, because like that was. I mean, I know a lot of the list and tournaments would be like. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it'd be like. Here, but yeah, it'd definitely. be like mod. You'd run like mod Drogo as your two tournament list, because. If there was something that Drogo couldn't handle, the dragon list probably could. Yeah. And then uh, Greyjoys, obviously Victarion, took the Relentless and change. Baylor took the to the last change. What he had to the last, but it was to the last change. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he has That hardened, was before. Heart uh, didn't get touched. That, um... That one's yeah, kinda we'll, we'll talk about that. So, but Bailey, basically, too, like the Greyjoys here, just because we're touching them, they had two changes. I don't. Uh, I'm a little surprised by that that they didn't rework a couple of their cheaper units. In my personal opinion, um, not saying that they need to nerf them, but they could have definitely adjusted a couple units to make them less efficient like, on, in like their abilities. Even if it was like a small tweak, I think it, I think it could have went a long way. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see. Um, Greyjoys are in a yeah, good I mean, spot. They have their weaknesses, but yeah, they're, they're good. Um, I hope it's just not them being like, Oh, they're too new to touch them, which it's like, man, like they're still really good. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they have, yeah, they came out about a year ago. Year. Um, so that is all the updates, um, game mode wise, every extra commander VP, I think was removed. Um, and then they also, I was looking at this before we jumped on here, clash of Kings lost the commander redeployment and here we stand lost the redeployment as it was. So maybe that isn't as bad of a game mode now.
maybe it still didn't win. And it gave you, it made it so hard to play. I think that. Yeah, or if if you got behind just a little bit and you're like, man, I could really use my commander up here in the fight. And it's like, well, then you're behind even. And I think that's like a a shadow nerf to expert duelist and like Drogo. Like, I still think Drogo is very good, but if he runs up and kills your commander now, it's not like game ending for you. And also, they rechanged the wording on um, Clash of Kings, so gain plus two victory points for the first time the enemy commander is destroyed. They imp- they modified it to score one victory point each time your commander's units destroyed um, an enemy unit with an attacker ability. If the destroyed commander's unit, sc- if it's the com- destroy, if they destroyed the commander's unit, score two victory points instead. So you can't just go snipe the commander in Cl- Clash of Kings. Gain extra points. You have to actually, if you snipe the commander in Clash of Kings, yeah, you will not. So get those you can, yeah. Points. So you have to kill the commander's unit now, which, I, awesome, yeah. great. Because yeah, like what would happen before in Clash? You'd run up, you'd kill the commander, and be like, all right, I'm up two to zero, and you're like, you you rolled one dice, yep. and you. Kill that unit because yep, and then you'd run away and you'd kill the rest of your army or do whatever you needed to do. Um, yeah, I like that they're promoting mm-hmm. combat. Like, hey, if your commander goes and kills someone, you yep. get a point. Okay, cool. Like, and that... thank you. Like that, that 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 should be in every game mode, in my opinion. If your commander kills someone, get a point. Yeah, that would cool. That like, would be great. Yeah, if they if I mean I I'll, I'll pump my brakes on it because there's probably some way to abuse it. But like that could be a way to put commanders adding value. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here we stand, which we talked about with no redeploy. And here we stand. Yeah, thank goodness, because it was a nightmare, and that made that game take even longer. When that game already takes long, because everyone's trying to mm-hmm. count their quadrants. And then you're like, oh, next round you're gonna drop this here and that there, and then you're like, where's the math go? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. 90 chess. Um, okay, so that's all the updates. Let's talk about, real quick, uh, we're kind of getting long-winded. We don't want to be too long. What are some things that they didn't update that you were hoping that they would update that they might have missed? I would say, first and foremost, mm-hmm. Expert Duelist. I just hate what yep. it brings to the game. Or, like I've said before, maybe make it... Um, kill the attachment on a five plus wound mm-hmm. on a two plus and you have to choose obviously you can't just roll and see which because a lot of people would take that wound a lot of people you know if it wasn't an attachment you're like man i really got to find a way to get this guy out of the game mm-hmm. you're just gonna take yep. that wound it's yep. way less feels bad um i would agree with that uh as one thing i would think i w- i hope they would just remove relentless um, I still think it'll be a problem. I think it'll be less of a problem, but it's just the quasi activation. I mean, this game is built on activations and you're giving somebody a three point activation on whatever you're going um, yep. Yeah. Activations are super um, in this game. Yeah. And there, yeah, the, I agree with that one. Um, uh, kind of a few other things. I know we didn't, you kind of mentioned it. I think they missed the ball on updating like gray worms, um, battle endurance card. Uh, what was another one that we acknowledged? That um, I know they, yeah, Gilly. they didn't touch Gilly, Gilly. at all. We didn't, we didn't we acknowledge Wrong. that Gilly was mm-hmm. incorrect. And then um, we didn't correct it. 
and it opens up this whole can of worms of well michael said on the forum that it, it should be played this way he, it's like he, not exactly he, he said that it was wrong and that they but he didn't the text but he never said, yeah he never said what the text this. should be um so it's throwing uh, i know people have changed it to potentially what it should be of she can activate once per game in any round yeah, that's what we did too. I mean, it makes the most sense of what she should be, but it's obviously what she's supposed to do. But just the fact that it just fell through the cracks, and you're like, "What do we? What? what? And then the Grey Worm one, like we noticed tonight. Yeah, like, um, Grey Worm. Then the, also, there is like three different versions of Rush of Aggression out there, and or no, no, it's not Rush of Aggression. Oh, it's really? Assault Orders. There's like three different versions of Assault Orders, and all of them are different. Because I know, um. Uh, Andrew Estermont has the unit can make an attack. So you can play Assault Orders on like Bastards Girls, Shoot and Charge. Um, Starks, they have Assault Orders. They can only make a melee attack or charge off the swords. So it's completely different. Um, and then, oh, well, Andrew's also is if it targets his unit, they can charge. It's an attack or charge or his okay. unit, they can charge. Um, and then... It's the same as Call Drogo. Yeah. Uh, Call Drogo. Well, Call might be melee attack. Have we ever looked at that? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Andrew Estermont says make an attack. It's just make an attack. And then. Oh, no. Drogo okay, his is an attack. attack. Then I think. Yeah, you can use it on Outriders. But I think Victorion, his says melee attack also, but like. If it targets his unit, they can charge. I, th I think it's worded like that. Like, there's... Uh, yeah, Vic, Vic does say... Yeah, so it's like, attack. there's f this card out there that has four versions. Well, three versions, basically. And it's like... And then Starks is... A melee pick, pick, attack. Or charge yeah. off of the... Yeah. Combat. Right. So I wish they would have, like, cleaned that up to like obviously they're going to all have like a little bit of a different kicker based on the faction but like why can't it be consistently of everybody can make an attack off of it or a melee attack because like i i read that and the stark one to me really sucks because it's like i'm taking a zone to make a melee attack so i have to be in combat or i'm taking the swords to charge and it's like man that's just such a hard like, you, you can't hit combos off it yeah. as cleanly as other ones where you're like, oh, I'm going to charge, and then I'm going to hit a unit on a melee. You're like, oh, I'm going to use my melee free charge to just make a free charge. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah, I don't It's it's It is what it is. I, there's probably other stuff that we haven't talked about, too, that we wish they would have tweaked a little bit. Oh, Stagnites. I'm going to throw it in there. Stagnites. Probably. They should have made them seven. Um. Yeah, I don't know if they're giving the other changes to Baratheons too much credit, and they were afraid of those with Stagnites being too much. Yeah, but I—I I, I mean, I, I Stagnites at eight points. They're the only eight-point infantry now. They're in uh, Flayed Men and Champions of the Stag Range, and we've even said it before: having this like cumulative effect stuff just really isn't that good like especially for the round because in the game to get to rounds five and six yeah they're a great unit but the chances of that happening happening are uh not as great 
Well, they could have also. Um... Is their resilience the same? Mm -hmm. as yeah, the it's an order. Resilience after attack dice, though. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, y you know, you you just kind of wish that was after defensive mm -hmm. dice, and then because that's a lot of times you're like, man, like I don't know, like am I gonna want this? Am I not? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. And it's uh, even two with them. Like we've said, like so round two, they're eight point unit and they're only attacking with critical blow. Yeah, you can stack ours of the fury on there, but and then round three you're getting vicious. It's like, okay, like we're slowly building it up, but you're just like, right. I wish maybe if, if they want to do this cumulative, maybe bump everything up. So like this unit always has critical blow round two. They get vicious round three sundering round four, the auto hits that might make them worth eight points or take them over that. Yeah. Cause I'm, I've never seen these guys make it to like round I, I, five for sure. <laughs> I I, I've I've actually seen a game they made it to five and they were awesome. Like I had full health and I charged a unit and I blanked it and it was like, oh, that felt good. And I'm like, that'll never happen again. So, right. But all right. Well, anything else on this? No, that's pretty much everything I had. All right. Uh, well, next week we're going to probably dabble in a different <laughs> game. We're going to talk about either uh, – we have a few options that we've been looking at to start talking about. Uh, we're going to get into some 40K, but we're probably mm. not going to talk much 40K because in the grand scheme of 40K, we don't know a damn thing about no. 40K. Um, option B is Ninth Age, which we've looked at. It looks cool. Uh, it might – it's it's looks yeah. like that one's going to be hard to learn. Um because the battle reports out there just are hard to learn. The, the rule, the rule book is dense, and it's the where's Waldo of rule books out there. Like you read us, yes. We spend a lot of time, like, okay, what does this mean? And then got to go find. And before you find an answer to it, you forget why you're yeah. looking for it in the first yeah. place. Yeah, I mean, it it could be fun. I think when you play it, it'll make sense. I do a video on just reading mm -hmm. the Ninth Age rule book, and it would yeah probably be hilarious. And then another option that we're looking at is uh, if anyone watches the Tabletop Minion dudes videos out there, he come out with a skirmish game this last summer called Rain and Hell. And I've went through that rule book pretty good so far, and I'm a big fan of what I'm seeing. Uh, I've asked Dakota every day for about four days now. I, if he's I glossed it. it I, I did a quick gloss of it, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get a chance and read it. Um, that Yeah, so. We're going to start. Yeah, and we still even, too. We haven't really covered it much, but we still have Baron's War, which we can jump in, which we might. We, we it, it looks fun. It won um that game. I don't know if we ever said it. It won, like, uh, Best New Game of, like, 2022 or something like that through, uh, yeah, it, it won an award for being pretty good. So. Man. Or, no, no, sorry, 2021. Also, is... so. Nope, they just they gave it the award already this year, guys. <laughs> They're like, you know what? We've no, it was yeah, it was, it was best new game of like 2022, which is pretty cool. Um, I mean, I've read through it, and it's a, it's a solid game. It's just getting time to play all these games. But dope. All right. Nope, I'm good. Anything else? All right, I am also. So, uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. This went 
a little while longer than it was supposed to, we tend to have that problem. Yeah, we're working. Yeah, especially with these update episodes. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone. We'll see you next. Thanks for joining. See you guys. Bye. Hey Craig, you can leave now. So, uh, one thing I thought of that we could do is do a pre-recorded intro or extra.